go ahead and see you come in there. I'm Steven. And this is the wretched... What? No. <laughs> this is the most wretched of... I, I the wretched? The wretched. Uh, let's start Keith. again. We gotta start again. No. My, my tongue's twisted. This oh. is my co-host, Richard B. My tongue's Red also leather, twisted because leather. I've Red got a leather, yellow leather. No, sorry. I've got, a, I've got a fun thing going on, listeners, where I have uh, earbuds plugged into my mixer instead of using my normal headset, which means that I'm forced to listen to myself on a slight delay because of the, the j- just as like a fun benefit. You can't turn off the mix back on this mixer. Uh, so I'm hyper aware of my own mouth sounds and utterances. Um, but also I am tongue-tied. We're back in the saddle again. And, um, <laughs> and we're rusty. Yeah. It's th- oh, this we're old rusty horse. and beleaguered. Yeah, we've, But we've... we're doing it. We're, we're bearing it. We're going to pull this through for you listeners. We've been traveling on the road, you know, on the road, like, um, there's a the dusty a, trail as a special live episode, which hasn't gone up yet and might do, Probably I guess. won't. No, I think it will do soon because all really? that, it, yeah, as in I've, I've just finished, um, editing a big project at work and all I really need to do is just sort of keep working at it in the little bit of my lunch hour that I've, uh, got to work on, on some free projects and I don't think it'll take more than a couple of of goes of that hmm. um like in terms of stuff well, to edit around the things to so. not look forward to mm. listeners yeah but it'll show up in in uh in the feed i don't i don't know if uh i'll be able to get what? clean audio from it for here yeah it, will it, it actually be in the feed or will it be like an exclusive to another platform i can export the audio as a as a waveform and then uh mm. put that in. anyway don't worry about it I'll get it, and then even if even if the audio is just like a, a terrible thing, and then you you really want to head to the YouTube to get the uh, the real stuff or the Vimeo account. Let's go with Vimeo. Let's put it on Yuku so that the Chinese market can uh, get hold of it. That's something that I have to do in my job is to know can about we get all it the on different. Steam? Yeah, we can could put, put on a Steam video alongside. Origin. We'll put on Steam video alongside that video of um, you remember the Australian one with the uh, the zombie thing where they got trapped in the car and the joke was like, as you know, the the guy's penis. Remember that? That was a big thing. Mm. Listeners, listeners who remember the vintage days of <laughs> Steam video. <laughs> I just remember that sometimes they sell movies. Mm. Um, what other platforms could this special episode that? We can neither confirm nor deny listeners whether the special episode is a video episode, but mm. we might be putting it on Vimeo or Uplay Origins or something. Yeah, it'll go on Instagram stories. Is that, can you do video on that? I don't know. I don't know. Snapchat it in like... What seven is it? second... Is that, seven is that the seven second ones? I thought maybe it was 15. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. What a, we'll, what a world, eh? We'll take the binary for the video files and tweet it out 240 characters at a time. And, and I you can you can have fun assembling it. I don't believe in in the binary. Is that something? Like it could be. Like but like it's... as well as ones and zeros like not every not every what's the what? 
What's the word for that? In this note, it's not. Is it still an integer if it's computer? No, hello, hello, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, hi. I didn't see you come in there. I'm Stephen, uh, and I'm the wretched beast. And this is a podcast called the Check Please Podcast. And as you can tell, we're we don't really know what we do. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know what we did, and then we forgot what we knew. But we're back at it again in the saddle. Fresh, fresh from the dusty trail. We're still in the saddle, though. Yeah, the saddle is stuck to us. We've molded <laughs> with the saddle. We spent too long in the saddle, and now we are one with the saddle. Even I don't feel, I don't feel uh, at ease without the saddle between my legs. At ease, like a military thing. Like we're we're in the trenches of the podcast. It's a lot of things that we are. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the main oh. ones of which is recording I'll tell you something that I've been doing I've been playing some board games this weekend well, sure uh, I've been I've played this uh, this board game called Magic Maze which is really fun it gets a bit stressful on the later levels because it's one of those ones where like, you start off with easier stuff and then as you progress through it you add in more, more and more mechanics um, huh. and what the deal with that is is that you're these uh, everyone around the table is controlling the four uh, characters uh, around this maze, a grid maze type thing, but each person can only move them, like, for example, uh, north, uh, or one person can only move them east and south, or one person can move them west, as well as doing some other special things around the thing, like the escalators and warp portals and stuff around, because you're trying to get these artifacts and then get to the exit. Um, and it is. Escalators? Yeah, there's like escalators because the idea is that it's like in a shopping center or a shopping mall, oh. uh, full of fantasy artifacts, and um, so like you're uh, you're trying to do this heist, uh, avoiding security, and like uh, there's like a sand timer. You do it all in real time, so you're moving all this stuff around, but you're not allowed to talk to each other except for when you flip over a sand timer, and then you're allowed to talk until you move, uh, and obviously that also eats into your time. Um, Obviously, yeah, because you flip the sand timer and then the sand timer still keeps going, but you could as in you oh, can talk. Sand timer, yeah, yeah, is there's... like a, an hourglass kind of thing. Oh, is that a different word for that? I, I'm sorry, I didn't realize it was. But yeah, it's like a. a... I think we would just call it an hourglass, no matter what sort of length of time it it tells. Huh. I, I haven't heard sand timer. So you were saying sand timer, and I thought that was some sort of game specific mechanic. Oh. And so I was going to start, uh, you know, no, giving it's, difficulties. Yeah, it's like not um, explaining it. Yeah, okay. I guess it's because it's not a full. It's not a full hour. I, I think probably yeah. it seems like it's maybe. We'd still, I two think we'd minutes. still call it an hourglass. Um, egg timer. Perhaps. Do you have egg timers? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I feel like most egg timers I'm familiar with are the kind that you put in the water with the egg. What? Huh. Oh, yeah, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Sort of egg-shaped little things, but flat on the bottom so they stay upright. And then, I don't... Uh, they change color to let you know when the egg should be done. Oh. Oh. I've seen those. That's usually what I think when I think egg timer. That or, like, the flat-on-the-bottom little dial... Uh, uh, kitchen timer thingies. Yeah, the kitchen timer. I feel like stuff. those are outdated. 
Well, you can use those to do in the... Because everyone just uses uh, their phones. Yeah, that's true. I use my you phone. You get a nap, and then you put your phone in the water with the eggs, and it lets you know <laughs> when they're boiled. Ah, yeah. And you can use it for the Pomodoro technique, which is for timing mm-hmm. how long it takes to make a pizza. So... <laughs> is that what Pomodoro is about? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Then, you know, you, you take 30 minutes to make a pizza... And then you reward yourself by having a five-minute break to eat the pizza. And then I have a Pomodoro technique adjacent story. Uh, but I probably can't tell it, so let's move on. Oh. I thought that was like a subtitled, one of those uh, Dear Esther type games where it was uh, <laughs> Pomodoro technique adjacent story. Then... <laughs> <laughs> Jason Pomodoro. He always had a hard time scheduling his day. <laughs> Getting everything that needed to get done done and still taking time for himself. Yeah, I've, I want to try and work to that technique at some point. I, I can never bring myself into doing it, really. All, all of my work stuff is very disorganized. Now, let's see. Is that something that we can talk about on the podcast? No. Oh, can we do uh, productivity tips? Can we be a productivity <laughs> podcast? No, because I'm terrible at it and I have no productivity can we, tips. Can we make our own? Well, uh, those that can't do sell books about it or something, right? Yeah. Can we make our own technique for time management? Um. Yeah, so you oil yourself up. You get completely nude. Okay, it's, it's the check please technique. <laughs> And what it is is that you're constantly looking at the clock. Yeah. Well, you you oil, you, you get completely nude. You oil yourself up, <laughs> um, and you have, you have to get a. Yeah, you have like an air vent thing where bits of your work are located strategically placed <laughs> points. Right. And you have to crawl through the air vents. Mm-hmm. And the fact um, that you're like trying to get through the air vents, you're not allowed to go to the next section until you've done. The bit of work that's at that kind of corner or whatever, right? Um, well, it's a, it's yeah, and some of the air vents slant down, so it's actually time saving. You're like sh- shuttled through a chute over to your next task, but then you have to climb uphill, and you're still oiled, and that's hard. But that counts as your break time. Yeah, and also there's like a hyperlateral hyperlateral cow cowboy what's the word that what's it's called uh quadrilateral quadrilateral cowboy because people do work on computers now so (laughs) (laughs) right um and you have uh you have some sort of like one eye covering uh like a like an oculus rift but it's it's uh, an eye patch just for one eye and that's just a big clock, like mm. alarmingly large clock, uh, giving you a forced sense of time at all times. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, really. Here's the thing is, I know that if you do the same thing every day, it would become a grind. Like, as in, mm-hmm. even no matter how exciting or, or special it is. Um, and that, that can become difficult with all work stuff or podcasting. But, right, which, which is why we don't podcast every day anymore. Uh, <laughs> but if you like, if you switch it up, like go to different offices and use their events, 
Because all the, you don't need to like. I think for most people's jobs nowadays, they don't need to be in a specific location to do it. No, yeah, offices without assigned desks. Yeah, um, those are more and more popular now because it encourages people to come in early. Yeah. To find to fight for the desk, and then they're there early and they work, anyways. Yeah. Just a fun like uh, a fun tip for the management. <laughs> Yeah, because here's, like, I've been watching the uh, quite bad uh, Netflix series, Dirt Journalist Holistic Detective Agency, and you could do, like, a holistic approach to working, where you would just show up somewhere and you would get nude, um, oil yourself up, (laughs) go into the vents, and whatever was at strategic corners in there, you would just sort of do that and move on. You'd figure it out. Yeah. Well, if we could start a culture around this, then people would get hip to it. I mean, management would. Yeah. And they'd start leaving, like, easy tasks with a simple set of instructions out strategically throughout their air vents. Yeah. And then uh, and then they'd just need to have one employee come in at the end of the day uh, and oil themselves up and get in the air vents and collect all the work that's been done. Ah, would that be something that they hire someone for per location, or would it again be just whoever's the last one of the day, like the clock that's in the eye patch would like flash red or something, and then it would be like you know, code red. You've got to get rid of the, all this stuff. <laughs> right. Put it in this dumpster, and then an actual employee comes by and gets it out of the dumpster. Uh, we that's tell the everyone only it's employee. like a fun exercise app. Yeah. Like one of the ones that's like, oh, we're under this location for a secret drop, and there's like a narrative. Oh. Um, only this one's like, jog jog around the park for five minutes now that you're warmed up. <laughs> Strip down. <laughs> get this oil on you. Jump in this vent. And <laughs> just do whatever tasks are left <laughs> behind in there. Right. And that's a workout for your mind. I mean, they're probably menial, but... Yeah, but you would get. A, I think you would get a paycheck for it because, like, well, you'd get you'd get points in the app. All the money goes to us. Oh, but the users accrue points, and that puts them on a leaderboard. Oh, can they cash in those points for anything? Well, there's a button that tweets how many points they have. <laughs> okay, because I'm really hoping that this could replace money. Uh, I mean, maybe for a select few. Okay. Those that get really into the app, maybe maybe if you get enough points, you can exchange them for better oils. Yeah. Tear away clothing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's good. That's a good strategy. Yeah. Um, and it would be branded. Check, please, branded tear away clothing. Because yeah. like, uh, a lot of people, I think, would be just getting tear away clothing of their own. But mm-hmm. when someone sees that, like, someone has Check Please branded tearaway clothing, and it would be left behind, and we would have the logo, like, it would be like, you know, in those, um, on a micro level, like, every sort of the individual bits would have, like, a, you know, the Check Please insignia or logo on it. Because sure. um, I want it to be so that no matter how ripped it is, ripped apart and stuff, you should be able to look at it and see the Check Please logo. In, okay. In the okay. smaller thing but, as possible. But that's the thing. It's one time use tear away clothing. It should be like um As you tear it off, it comes into pieces. Each individual piece heavily branded, but entirely uh unfunctional. 
Yeah, it, sh- it should be like the orphan black. Um, I don't know if this is this counts as spoilers, but there's a bit in there where there's some genetic code sequencing that, um, like, in, in inside the you know when you look at the TCAG, uh, the, the Gattaca stuff, um, it's got an extra series of strings of like you know copyright whoever at the end. <laughs> it would be the the material itself if you ran like a kind of a scan on it. Okay. Encoded the, in the individual threads. Yeah, the encoded in the would, uh... chemical thread would be like copyright check, please. Well, we'd we'd make a bunch. It would be a make job thing. Would be job creators. We'd hire a bunch of those monks that make the very very small carvings. Oh, like that they put uh, they write on the and grains they, of rice. Yeah, they'd etch check, please, into the pieces of thread. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like that. I was thinking of like on a chemical level, we could get ki- carbon, uh, mm. hydrogen. <laughs> um, that's not that's not really making jobs though. <laughs> well, no, it would be scientists would be doing it. We'd put, you know, that's whatever true. whatever E is. Well, phone, it's like how um, no, I was reading a Twitter thread earlier a couple weeks back about how uh, apparently crocheting. Uh, has never been automated. So every piece of crochet clothing uh, was entirely handmade by a person. Oh. Um, and that, that stuff takes forever. Uh, so if you go to a Walmart and find like a crochet vest for like $5, that was like uh, probably 100 hours or something. I don't know if it's that many, but some large chunk of time by a person. Which means, obviously, you can assume if they're selling it that cheap, that the person making it uh, is being paid nothing. Yeah. Um, And then it was a similar thing with sewing in all clothing industries, I guess. Uh, Has never been fully automated uh, because it was difficult at one time. And uh, even though they were getting close, it was around the time where, like, uh, world wars had destabilized everywhere and also shipping was much more of an option um and they realized there was just always there's consistently always been somewhere to get cheap enough labor that it wouldn't make any money to actually automate the sewing process so every single piece of clothing was at least sewn by a person even the like mass-produced like 10 cent t-shirts or whatever actually had a significant amount of work by someone probably being paid nothing in uh, some country that was probably <sighs> destabilized by the same corporation that came in with the jobs. Well, obviously... So what we need to do is destabilize yeah. the regions where all these monks that are right on the grains of rice are. Uh, and then uh, the added benefit of having them etch check please over and over again into the threads that are used to make the clothing is that that's how the tearaway works. Is that they're just very, very brittle shirts. Oh. It's um, like an eggshell. It's what, like wearing an eggshell. Yeah, so you have to be very careful on your way to the vent. But once you get there, you can kind of just just struggle your way you out of flex. the clothes. Just flex and break out of your clothes. No, that would be cool. Presumably someone who's made enough points to... Uh, uh, doing all this running around and crawling through vents, someone who's made enough points to afford one of these shirts probably could just flex their way out of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying that 
in, to be honest, anyone can flex their way out of it. Someone who's been doing the uh, the work in order to get one of these shirts has the muscle control to not break it. They didn't realize, but throughout the uh, throughout the tasks that we'd been assigning them in the event, we were training them to control every individual muscle in their body. Yeah. And also implanting them with various subconscious controls and uh, sleeper cell kind of stuff, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that too is like a you know as as a as a safety precaution because right. we've got a lot of enemies out there. Yeah. Well, and this is this is a mixture of uh, they've got time management skills of the utmost quality. It's also a fitness thing, and that's what they signed up for. Yeah. Um. And well, they now can what sign we up have... for all sorts of reasons. There's a fitness aspect. There's a social aspect of like you yeah. know compete with your friends for leadership points. Um, yeah. What we do is we find like influencers within friend circles, and we pay them a lot of money to get into the app. <laughs> what we've ended up with is we have highly loyal highly trained individuals with impeccable physique and time management skills mm-hmm. who are masters of crawling through the vents of, uh, of standard corporate offices. We've got ourselves the ultimate corporate espionage network now. Ooh. And people will be leaving their front doors and air vents open. Because they think that they're uh, inviting in our spies to do their work for them. And they are still doing the work. But They are doing the work. But, but those, uh, those eye patch, patches that they yeah. wear, they're wearing are actually recording everything. Yeah. And, and there's, a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of video footage of butts. And, um, <laughs> well, that's when you get two people in the same bed. Yeah, and just general nudity. Um, yeah. This is not suitable for work. Yeah, they can fuck in the vents if there's space and if they have free time. But they have to be working very, very hard to actually get ahead on their work. And there really is very little space. You, you're talking about, like, you talk, what what this is basically doing is that it's encouraging... I don't want to say encouraging, really, but just sort of creating by um, lack of other option real perverts because (laughs) any kind of intimacy many people are getting into this not because they are having difficulties with time management or think it sounds cool because all their friends have been paid to say they're into it or any of the other various reasons but they're getting into it because they're real horny for it it's true and that actually does make it harder to i mean i don't want to be crass there obviously with that word but um to get into the vent or to get around Uh, what have we done on this episode so far? Because we're, we're about five minutes from the end. <laughs> I think we've done a lot. Yeah. Um, we got a lot done here today. Yeah. What else is in the um, news? Oh. The um, news. Mm, I the bought news. the I bought the Adventure Zone comic as well. Oh. I haven't I haven't had a chance to read that yet. I started reading Unseen Academicals. I finished reading the Dresden Files book ages ago. Uh, well, mm. when I came back actually from Toronto, uh, and uh, my review of that one it was Grave Peril, and my review of that in in Book Corner 
is um it was you know it was, it was, it was pretty good i guess never read never read a dresden's file um it's uh i mean it the women parts are kind of underwritten and the main character is like a chauvinist uh, well not just a chauvinist but also a real creepy weirdo with women but gets thinks of himself as just being a chauvinist <laughs> and yeah. is is in reality a bit worse than that and um Huh. It, it's one of those things where because the character like and because also with the noir hard-boiled tropes and stuff yeah. it's like a, a morass of toxic masculinity it's hard to like know how much of that is whatever but uh, and there are enough women characters as in, there's enough women characters I would say that are doing things in the plot for themselves having their own weather but they are don't worry because they are all incredibly beautiful thin regularly am i beautiful i mean conventionally beautiful uh thin uh white women <laughs> and i cannot stress enough how white uh pretty much every character is but um you know you know how it is in uh in chicago where um, the poor people, you know, they all live in slums and they're dangerous and um, uh, and um, anyway, there's a lot of lot of things in the book, <laughs> uh, but I don't. Know. I think it's it's one of the things where yeah, they are. It's not where I would go for like fulfilling stuff. What I would go for it for, which it is good at, is um, in the kind of noir thing of just having like fun ridiculous sentences that go into like extreme kind of like uh you know how noir people talk as if everything's like a a big thing and stuff all the time and it's good at that as well as like you know you've got weird monster stuff going on and things and and all this and and stuff like that and it's and it's good for that in a way that i i also want to read um on a similar kind of level, there's uh, Don- right, Daniel right, right. Jose Alders. Right. Oh, right. What? Save it for the next book corner. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's a segment. Now we do segments on the show. Yes. Do you have anything that you were bringing to book corner? Have you read any books? Uh, I thought of some things I could say, but honestly, I think book corner's done for now. <laughs> okay, we'll do it next next time in the next book corner segment. Nobody puts Bucky in the corner. <laughs> That's good. That was worth it. That's the title of the new segment. We do segments now. That's another segment on the show. Is we do segments now. Uh, so we talk about how now we do segments. <laughs> and we're actually um, really growing but, and developing and becoming a really good podcast almost on a hundred episodes. Yeah, in. we're really going to turn it around by episode 100. <laughs> and be like a, a palatable podcast that people can listen uh, to. And then we're going to cancel the show. <laughs> the 100th episode is going to be so professional and so on um, point. And I realize that yeah, I'm, I'm really... We're not even going to be on it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll farm out the work to others. Oh, dear. But uh, by episode 100, we'll have that power. <laughs> oh, dear. <sighs> so. Um, are we going to... It's oh, been a while. Yeah. 
since we did the um, show. And it was very yeah. good to see you in Toronto, by the way. Yeah, it was great to see you too. I know that I didn't Toronto. get to see you as much as, as the previous time and stuff with things being very busy and things, and I hope that was yeah, okay. No, and I realize fine. that I'm saying that on the show where you have no choice but to agree. Um, <laughs> no, actually, I disagree. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I disagree with you thinking there was any problem. Okay, okay that's good. Um, but yeah, it, it's really nice, and hopefully, I'll I'll try and you know make it not as long of a time. But under, I don't know. We'll we'll do something. I want to have like, um, oh, oh, this is this is why people like either get married. Maybe we should have a check please wedding, where then I have to force all my friends to come to the same country. <laughs> uh, uh. But you know, uh, we'll we'll figure something out at some point because. Um, you know, uh, it's difficult when you're an adult, right. listeners. When you're an adult at the ripe old age that I am of 29, um, it becomes difficult to, uh, to sort of to to see people or to have the free time to be uh, to be going off now, and doing things all the time. Now, what do you think the demographics of our listeners are like? Ooh, what their ages are? Yeah, no. no this I'm is a new segment. Maybe they What's... mostly already know this. Yeah, <laughs> being an adult. Uh, the, the segment now is called "What's Your Age Again?" and by now I mean the listeners. <laughs> I think uh, if I had to guess, the average listener age to this podcast. Um, let's see. If I, I think most of the people I know are around as it that that would passingly listen to it because of knowing me would be around my age, if not a little bit older. Uh, but then again, there are some people that are younger than me. I know have also listened, so wow. I'm gonna say averaging out around thirty. <laughs> okay, well you're 29 mm-hmm. and I'm 24, mm-hmm. uh, boop, so boop, I would guess that boop, boop, the average, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President. Oh, I, saw I don't the... know any other 24 things. There's a very um, good video about no, how... No, wait, let me finish my oh, joke. Oh, sorry, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> so, you're 29 and I'm 24. Uh, so, I would guess the average age of our listeners is about 26 or 27. <laughs> because we're the only ones to listen to it? <laughs> that was the fun reveal a few episodes mm, back, right? Yeah, do We are the listeners. Yeah. Yeah, well, the and listeners... if anyone else is listening, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, feels a bit intrusive. Yeah, well, unless the... they're also exactly age twenty six or twenty seven. Yeah, it does. So they don't average. throw our metrics off. Hmm. So what was that you were saying about twenty four? Oh, Beep. I watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a video um, that I, I watched, and I think I put it up on my blog at some point of um, like how. Uh, everyone that like the more the closer you are to Jack Bauer in twenty four, the worse your life is, and the more you get horribly murdered and killed for doing anything. There's even like the wor- one of the worst deaths is just for someone who like just is is like an audience surrogate who just wanders in, who's not anyone particularly special, and they just get murdered within like two lines, <laughs> and then they just get killed. And just uh, like most of Jack Bauer's friends, he has to like. Uh, you know, either murder them or 
uh, make them lose a finger or they lose wives or they, everything. Like, all, all this stuff happened. It, what if that was the, terrible things. Well, what if that was the big twist? Mm-hmm. Is that 24 was actually about Jack Bauer, who's some sort of spiritual entity, some sort of a living omen, and Ooh. everyone who comes into contact with him has like, sometime in the next 24 hours, something terrible will happen to you. Oh, he's like a bad luck chuck. Yeah, he, he he keeps showing up places thinking he's saving the day, and everyone's like, oh no, I've been cursed by the Bower. I have 24 hours to live. Ooh. Now that would be kind of good, right? Like an it right. follows And the only people who survive, survive at, through great effort by the Jack Bower itself. Oh, so Jack Bower has to work against his own curse that he's right. done? Right, and he doesn't even know he's doing it. I think it's maybe better if he does know that he's doing it. He's like um, a quantum leap kind of a situation. Okay. Every 24 hours he pops into existence. And I mean, no, wait, I don't mean every 24 hours. <laughs> every season of 24 he pops into existence. Right. And Somewhere leading up to new. that, uh, everyone's getting like public service announcements, like the time of the Bower is once again upon us. Yeah, <laughs> if, if you see you... this man, keep your distance. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, just just run, avoid his eye contact, avoid right. like becoming embroiled in any of his plot lines. If you do, uh, you have to make him care about you greatly. So put in the effort to prevent his own ill ill charms from affecting you. Um, I think actually, maybe it turned out that it was you had more of a chance of surviving in twenty four if you were like a a, a bad person. Because most oh. of like Jack Bauer's good guys ended up being killed, and a lot of the bad guys got at least put in prison or something. <laughs> uh, so, all right, yeah. Um. So anyway, that's the end of the show. Yep. Because we finished the podcast, and we all love what? law enforcement and the kind of fun law enforcement that Jack Bauer gives uh, <laughs> the rough justice that um so enamored the uh republican administration uh post september 11 what a world so uh when do we advocate when we advocate for torture as (laughs) (laughs) the tv show 24 um we also talk a lot about our ways to contact the show and that is you can go to checkpleasepod.com uh, you can email us at checklistpod at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us on Twitter uh, at Omega Will or at, well, at CheckPleasePod. Uh-huh. Because, because you can't, I'm a locked account. You can't <laughs> get in touch with Stephen and Stephen's staying locked. But you can get in touch with me. Sometimes people will actually get in touch with me, which is nice. And by, I don't mean like people from the show, just people in general. It's always nice to hear from friends. Ooh. Um, and I, and I'll, I'll let out some people. I don't. I don't really use the Check Please Pod Twitter account very much. But when it's no, when I'm I, on it, I haven't looked at it in months. Yeah, because the listeners have a very special relationship where they are so busy. It's it's because what we <laughs> we appeal to on the podcast, real like oh, the listeners are so busy and they need just... our innovative time management solutions. Yeah, so yeah. that they can make time of the data right into checkpleasepod at gmail dot com. Yeah, or get nude, oil yourself out, get into an air vent, and if you see a phone. 
in there, use it to write a, a quick email to checkpleasepod.gmail.com or write us a review on iTunes. That always helps. Five stars is preferable, but if you want to leave like a four-star review, as someone did for the Cthulhu and Prairie podcast one time ages ago, then I mean, and then just leave it at that, and then all that we get is the one four-star review in the iTunes store, and that just kind of feel like. I mean, I guess. And I mean, it's nice enough, but... Um, right, and then when you're done with that, wipe the phone down for fingerprints. And also uh, wipe it down because take it out will the battery be quite oily. And swallow it. What? I was just saying wipe it down because it's going to be quite oily. Yeah, well, and in the process, get rid of all the fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Which will be extra hard because it's quite oily. Yeah, and then, yeah, throw it down the tube for the next person to uh, find and also raise five stars um and so the- how, how, are, how are we gonna end the episode i feel like we need to come up with a new ending for the remaining four episodes before 100 i've forgotten whose turn it is to end the well show. exactly that's why i brought it up should we just say i can just ask you on how about this we one? both ask each other we both ask each other okay do you want to stop doing this podcast Wait, do we say it, like, together, like, one, two, three? No, okay. it's never worked in the past. Okay. One of us asks the other, and then the other asks us, and then we end it. Wait, can't we sync it up in audio after the fact? No. Oh. I mean, we <laughs> I mean, we could. So do I you could... want a four-star review, or do you want a five-star review? Hmm. Do you want to end the podcast? Wait, it's the episode, right? Do you want to stop doing this episode? Oh, yes. Yes. I didn't ask it. You did ask me before. I did ask you before. Fair enough. Okay. Well, I think what I asked was, do you want to stop doing the podcast altogether? Oh. Well, if you ask me that, then I would say to you that I would never allow for the Check Please podcast to... (sighs) Give out its light, which has nourished so many people around the world in such a wonderful way, like the sun. And with global warming, a lot of people have mixed opinions about the sun. Sometimes they say it's too hot, and it's like scorching the earth, and and it's like, you know, uh, uh, they they long for a period of rain like we've had here today, but then we're also worried because the ground has been so hardened by this uh, the heat from the sun, so the 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 water isn't being able to absorb into the ground causing all the flooding flash flooding around and it's only going to get worse but the light from the check please podcast is a spiritual light um uh, which nourishes the soul in these instances it, 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 even even when the world seems metaphorically dark because of the the the, the, the many issues that are going on um the check please podcast is something that goes deeper than even the sun the sun's light is blocked by windows the light from the check please podcast is it will never go out in the hearts of mankind and for that reason i will never allow it to come to harm or death okay now, if you were to ask me if I wanted to end the podcast altogether, mm. I'd say I'd give it about four more episodes. 